Welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, guys, how are you today? I hope you're having an amazing day. I hope things are going well. Right now, where I am, it's raining and we have a lot of severe thunderstorms going on. So if you hear thunder in the background, that's exactly what it is. I don't know why it just happens that the weather sometimes is not good on my recording days, but it is okay. I can fade the thunder out. Or if you hear a little boom, boom, you kind of know what that is. That is thunder. This week on the podcast, we are going to do a throwback episode. Now, I first did this episode, I believe it or not, in 2018. And it was the first episode that I did of season two. And in this episode, I talked about how you can regain and rebuild trust. Now, I know we all have heard about how you can rebuild trust, but the whole thing was that you can rebuild trust that somebody else broke. And I know it sounds difficult. Think about it. In relationships, we all come into relationships with baggage. Whether it is something that happened to you in your childhood, whether it's something that happened to you in adolescence, or your heart was broken, and you have a hard time trusting men or women, whatever it is, we all bring baggage to our relationship. And so it's important for us to know how to regain and rebuild trust that we did not break. How to make people feel that they can trust us. How to help people know that we love them. And so in this episode, we talk about those things. And I think it's important because not only do we sometimes need to rebuild trust with our significant other because of things that have happened to them, but we also need to have our trust built sometime because of things that happened to us that was done by other people. So it goes both ways. But in this episode, we talk about how to rebuild trust that you did not break. So we're going to listen to that right now. Enjoy this episode. Today's topic is about how to rebuild trust. I have noticed that it is very easy to violate and break trust, and it is extremely hard to rebuild it. I can honestly say that for me, once someone breaks my trust, it's hard for me to ever trust them again. Now, I don't know, but there is always this nagging feeling when my trust is broken that maybe someone's lying to me or doing something behind my back. I don't know. I'm just the kind of person where if you break my trust, and I feel like I can't trust you, it's over. And it's very hard to get my trust again. For me, trust is everything. I know I'm not the only person out there who feels that way because we all can agree that in any relationship, trust is very important and vital to the health of a relationship. I need to know that you are someone who I can confide in and not have my secrets told to anyone else. In a marriage or relationship, I need to know that my spouse or significant other has me like I have him. I need to know that I am the only woman for him, just like he is the only man for me. What happens when trust is broken in a relationship? Well, a lot of things can happen. When trust is broken in a relationship, for one, broken trust can create distance, which takes away the freedom that your spouse may feel to express love and even be vulnerable against you with you you make them feel unsafe when they feel like they can't trust you secondly 
Mistrust can form an anti-spawn in a relationship. Communication can break down. Conflict patterns may tend to increase, putting the whole relationship in jeopardy. Now, relationships can recover from broken trust. It just takes a lot of hard work to try to rebuild that trust. And it also takes patience to rebuild trust. However, what if you were not the person who violated the trust of your spouse, but still had to deal with mistrust because of something that happened in a previous relationship? All of us brings baggage to our relationships. It may be carry-on baggage, or it may be a huge suitcase, but understand that all of us bring some type of baggage in a relationship. Some of the baggage could come from childhood trauma, like maybe your spouse was abandoned by their father or mother during childhood, and even though they may have been blessed to be raised in a good single parent home where there was lots of love, but even with that, there may be a void or some baggage that comes along with having had a parent leave them. Some of the baggage could come later on in life, during the dating process, or maybe even from a divorce. At some point in our lives, all of us have had our hearts broken and our trust violated. Now, some people recognize that their lack of trust could cause problems in a relationship, and they seek professional help to work out these trust issues. But you know, to be honest, so many of us do not seek professional help to deal with our issues. I know many people think that you have to be quote-unquote crazy if you're seeing a psychiatrist but let me tell you something that is not true seeing a counselor or psychiatrist is a good way for you to process your thoughts your feelings and emotions and then come up with an emotionally safe way to move forward in your life no I'm not just saying this because I have a master's degree in counseling I'm saying this because it is true if you were sick you would go to a doctor to get better wouldn't you I know I would and I do. Whenever I'm sick, I go straight to a doctor to get better. So with that being said, if you are having trust issues or you're dealing, having a hard time dealing with things emotionally, the best thing for you to do is go to a counselor, which is like a doctor, to help you get through these issues. So since we have already discussed that a lot of times people do not seek professional help in a relationship or to help them deal with their trust issues, the sad thing about this is that the person will bring all of their trust issues and baggage into a relationship. And even if you are not the person who hurt them, they can still take it out on you. For example, let's say you meet this wonderful guy and you get married, and he tells you that he was in a pre- he was in a marriage or whatever, or even if he was in a previous relationship. But let's say it didn't end well, and maybe his wife or girlfriend cheated on him then you're going to start to see, and it's not true for everyone, but I know that sometimes if someone's been cheating on in a previous relationship, whether it's male or female, when they get with their next partner, they're going to have this anxiety, stress, and they're going to have a hard time trusting you. Not because you're the one who cheated on them, but because it was such a traumatic event in their lives, they don't want to relive it. And so they're just not going to trust you, not because of anything you've done, but because of what the person before you did. Let's say there's a woman who's been in an abusive relationship and she later on marries a guy who's not abusive, but she is going to have some issues because she is she does not trust men. She don't believe that they could not hit her or whatever. So things that we've gone through, even with other relationships, we take with us into our new and current relationships, which is not fair and is not healthy for the relationships that we're currently in. So... What if it just turns out 
that your husband is not really a jerk, but just a man who needs healing from a previous hurt? What if your wife is just not quote-unquote needy, but just need to be reassured that you love her because she has abandonment issues? Maybe if we would look at some of these things in our spouses in this way, we would see them as her individuals that they are instead of the villains that we make them out to be. So now that we have identified the problem that a lot of us bring baggage into our relationships and that it does have an effect on our current relationships or marriages, let me just point out, because I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm telling you, if you're in an abusive relationship that you should stay because the abuser was probably hurt as a kid. Please, no, do not do that. Let me just explain. Now, if you are in an abusive relationship, yes, it's true. The, your, the abuser may have been hurt as a child. He or she may have relationship issues and they may have trust issues. But please, do not stay. These are issues that they need to resolve away from you and that they need to resolve with a counselor. Please do not feel that you have to stay in this type of environment just because they have trust issues or they have issues that were not resolved from childhood or from previous relationships. That is not what I'm saying. So if you are in an abusive relationship, please leave, get out, and do what you need to do. Now, the issues that I'm talking about is like if you are in a regular, stable relationship, but you notice that maybe your spouse has some trust issues or they need extra reassurance that they are loved or whatever it may be, I'm just trying to say that maybe it's not because they're needy or they're being jerks or they're villains. They could just be hurt individuals and they could just need that reassurance that they are loved and that they are cared for. Now, I know this is difficult because it's hard to actually fix something you never broke. So in this situation, I think that it is best to see what we can do to help them as they go through this problem because everyone doesn't see a counselor so the question is what can we do how can we start to rebuild trust that we never broke how can we rebuild a trust that we never ever violated how can you show someone who has abandonment issues that you never even created in this person that you are going to be there and not abandon them well here are some things and some tips that I think we can all use to help rebuild trust that we did not break. For one, I would say, make your schedule and your life an open book. People who have trust issues always think that you're lying to them or you're trying to get around them. And no, I'm not saying to overcompensate by telling, saying every little thing. Oh, I'm here. I went to brush my teeth. I went to do that. No. But let's say you're going to the store. You can just say, hey, I'm going to the store. I'll be back. And leave it at that. And that's also just a common courtesy. But let make your life an open book. Anything that you do, be honest about it. Like those little white lies that we sometimes want to tell, these are not good for people who have trust issues. So the little white lies, they have to go. We just have to be completely honest. So if you think something, say it. Be honest, be open, be direct. And if you're going to do something at a certain time, let's say, for instance, I tell my husband, yeah, I'm going to call you at 5 o'clock. But of course, you know, live things happen and I don't call or I miss the call. But for people with trust issues, this can be a huge problem. So if you say, hey, I'm calling you at 5, just make sure you call him at 5. And that will help them realize that they can trust you. Another thing you can do, I would say step two would be to be dependable. Let them know that you are someone that they can depend on. Someone that they can call when they need you. Someone 
who they can trust because some people need dependability to make them feel safe and help them trust and rebuild their emotional issues so I would say be dependable another good thing is to be consistent like consistently be the same all the time do not change because I know some people who change from week to week like you'll see them one day and they're great see them the next day oh they're horrible don't do that this will confuse people with trust issues to no end and they will trust you even less (laughs) so be consistent just consistently be who you are and you don't have to be someone else you don't just be the kind loving person that you naturally are and just consistently be you be responsive to what they're saying and to their needs and to their concerns and the next thing I would like to say is to be comforting I know so many of us myself included okay yeah we like to listen to people's feelings and then we compare them to our feelings and how we react and how we do things and then we're just like I don't know why you're so upset I don't get why you're so upset or why you're sad about this but you know what we cannot tell people how they should be feeling so if your spouse is feeling a certain way and you think it's ridiculous do not dismiss it and be like I don't even know why you're mad about this you know be comforting Let them know that you understand and talk about it because this helps to build trust. This helps to let them know that they can actually trust you. Now, I know it's so easy to get frustrated and say, dude, get over it because that's how we feel sometimes. And I know that it is hard to rebuild a trust that you've never broken. And sometimes you're going to want to say, get over it. I didn't do it. I'm not dealing with this or whatever. But to be honest, we have to deal with it if this is the person that we love and the person that we are committed to and we want to have a relationship and a life with then yes this is something that we have to deal with and it's not fair to push it all on your partner and be like okay well this is your issue so you just deal with it no we can't do that because if we are married and if we are together then his issue or her issue becomes your issue and so together you have to work and figure out these issues together and even if it's not you figuring out together let that person know that I'm here for you I'm going to support you and I'm going to love you no matter what so that way they will know that they are loved and that they are valued they need to feel safe so they can start to trust again no matter how you may feel this is just important for us to do because in order to trust again safety of emotions is something that they have to have so we need to let them feel safe around us let them be able to be vulnerable and know and trust that we accept them and we love them just the way that they are no it is not easy to rebuild trust that you have not broken but it is sometimes necessary if you plan to be in a marriage or a relationship for the long haul. What an amazing episode. I especially like this episode. It's one of my favorites because it lets you know that there is hope. You don't have to always just settle and accept what you have. There are ways in life to make things better. And even though you can't go back in time and change what happened to your spouse or your significant other, you can definitely do something to help them as they navigate through this situation and through these feelings and get the help that they need so that they can move forward and have a more fulfilling life and a more fulfilling relationship with you. The song we're going to listen to today is called, Who Are You Talking To? And it's about a woman who has a lot of baggage, a lot of things have happened to her in her past, and she can't seem to get past it, and she's projecting all of those feelings and all of that baggage onto her current relationship. So here's the song, Who Are You Talking To? Who's calling you now? Let's lay that down. Try to tell me that it's your 
continued support of the music and therapy podcast better help is a counseling online service and they are there to help you their goal is to help people become the best version of themselves that they can be which is in line with what we want to do here at music and therapy so i'm extremely happy to work with them now better help is not a do-it-yourself kind of thing it's not one of those things that you do for self-help better help is actually licensed counselors and trained professionals who are there to help you navigate through the most difficult times in your life. BetterHelp has licensed professional therapists and counselors who are knowledgeable and certified in their area of study who can help you navigate through the issues that you are dealing with. For example, here are some of the things I love about BetterHelp. It's not a traditional wait in the office kind of thing. You can meet with them online. So because it's online, people can meet with them in the United States, people can meet with them in Europe and in Africa. They can help anyone anywhere in the world. Why? Because they are online. They are flexible. You can talk to a counselor within 24 to 48 hours of signing up for services. They will match you with someone who will be able to help you. You can talk to a professional who has a specific expertise that may not be in your area. Why? Because they are online. Another thing that I love about BetterHelp is that they actually help people who don't have the money or resources to get counseling. And that's the thing that I love. So there's like, they're not holding counseling back from you because you may not be able to afford it, especially if you have lost your job because of the pandemic or have financial issues. They have scholarships available. They even have financial aid available so that you can get the help that you need if you are desperately in need for help. BetterHelp is available and BetterHelp is willing to help and serve you. So if you would like to get more information about BetterHelp or sign up for services, what you can do is click the link in the show notes and in the link, that's the link to BetterHelp. And we also have a promo code. And the great thing about the promo code is that if you put in music and vibes, that's our promo code, 
they will give you 10% off of your first month of service. So if you are in need of better help, H-E-L-P, go check it out. Click the link in the show notes, put in the promo code, and you will be on your way to begin the process of healing. I would also like to thank you guys so much for listening to me. I enjoy our time. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoy hanging out with you, spending time with you. So thank you guys so much for listening. It's appreciated, and I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Now, on that note, I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's not the same without you. I miss you. I want you in the group. So go ahead and join our Facebook group, and it's easy to do. There's a link in the show notes. Click on the link and join and i made it easy so that anybody can join you don't have to wait for approval you don't have to wait for anything just click the link put join and you are in so i hope i see you in the facebook group soon because that would just be amazing join our facebook group i also want to encourage you to follow the podcast on spotify or apple music or itunes wherever you're listening go ahead and follow the podcast also leave me a comment i would love to hear your thoughts on the show And then I also want to encourage you to share the podcast with a friend. There are people out there who need to hear some of what we're talking about. And because you are able to listen to it, and if you know someone who needs to hear what we're talking about, go ahead, share the podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring. By sharing, you are sharing the podcast. You're helping to grow our community. And you're also caring enough about your friends and your neighbors to share and let them know, hey, these are just some things that you can try out if you are dealing with these issues. Now, if you guys want to contact me, it's easy to do. I have all of that information in the show notes. It says, join me on social media. So yeah, click on any one of those links. You can send me a message. You can DM me. Whatever you want to do, you can go ahead and do that. And I promise you, if you send me a message, I will respond to you. So have an amazing week. Enjoy your time with family and friends. And I will talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. It seems like we are